0: Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side. Plus, all the folks at Fried, the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan. You're listening to season six of Fried, the Burnout Podcast with your host, Kate Donovan. FRIED exists to hashtag end burnout culture, to help listeners release any shame, blame, guilt, or judgment that you have about burning out, and to create spontaneous moments of healing through recognition of shared humanity with other people who have experienced burnout and lived to tell the tale. FRIED and its associated Facebook group are free resources provided for you from our hearts. Our paid work includes keynote speaking and one-on-one coaching. You can find information about that at katedunovan.com. And now, here is this week's Healing Hacked episode. This episode of Fried is sponsored by our partners at Kewley.ai. Do you wish that there was like a bot that told you what healthy habits you needed the same way ads pop into your Facebook feed before you even know that you want to buy something? Kewley.com does just that. Using a combo of your input plus some magical AI tech, Kuli tracks your energy, your calendar, your habits, and uses those to send you Calendar, Slack, Microsoft Teams, or Google Chrome reminders about drinking water, taking walks, stretching at your desk, and much, much more. Kuli can be used by individuals or by teams to watch for burnout red flags, look for energy patterns, and build healthy habits. Fried listeners can get Culey's pro plan, and I've seen the back end, it's worth it, for the price of one fancy coffee a month. A worthy investment in your long-term health. Just head to Kewley.ai forward slash fried to get this awesome offer. Fried fam, if you want your sleep to be more restful, I want you to get in a guided meditation before bed. This boosts the time you spend in deep sleep, and that is one of the ways you recover from burnout go check out the Sleep Meditation for Women podcast to make your sleep more sleepy. And as a bonus, for the month of November 2022, you can win a gift bag filled with over $300 of incredible health and wellness products. Enter to win in three easy steps. Step one, subscribe and listen to Sleep Meditation for Women. You can do that by searching Sleep Meditation for Women in your podcast player right now. Step two, Leave an honest review on Apple Podcasts and tell my friend Katie what you loved about the episode. Step three screenshot that review and share it on Instagram or Facebook. And while you're at it, tag at Women's Meditation Network. And boom, you're entered. Hey, Fried Fam. Today we are chatting, quiet, quitting. Spoiler alert the answer. Underneath all of this is a very common answer on this podcast, and it will boil down to resentment at some point. So just keep that in mind as we go through. I want to start out by confirming that over quiet quitting, I really prefer loud quitting. And by loud quitting, I don't mean storming out of your office and telling your boss to F off. By loud quitting, I mean that I really love when an employee notices that there's a lack of culture fit for Any one of a myriad of reasons. They attempt to make some changes, try to exert some influence over the situation, maybe realize after some time that they're not going to be able to make any of those changes. They're not getting anywhere. And when they realize that they're not getting anywhere, instead of banging their head against the wall and complaining that life is hard and nobody wants to listen to you, planning a graceful exit strategy. So loud quitting is doing the best you can to make the situation work for you. And when you realize that it's not going to work for you, planning a graceful exit strategy. And then you use that data that you've collected about yourself and that company's culture to find a better fit. You might use it in interview times. You might use it when you're talking to previous employees of a company, etc. cetera. you to understand that not every organization has a responsibility to create an environment that's wonderful for you. There are going to be situations where You and a company are just not a good fit. And it doesn't mean that either of you are bad or good. Sometimes there is toxicity involved, but there isn't always. It's just like relationships. You can look at two people on paper and talk about how perfect it would be if they were together, and then put them in the same room and find out there's no chemistry. This is the same exact thing. So it's not always your company's job to adjust everything to make sure you're okay. And if you feel like you have a ton of good ideas that the company is ignoring, your ideas might not be as good for this company as you think. (laughs) They might make sense. That doesn't mean that it would make sense to implement them for reasons that you might not have access to. So I want to start with that. That it's okay if something is not a fit. So before we get into quiet quitting, if something's not a fit, just loud quit. Get, get out of here. Go do something else. That's really important. Now, quiet quitting has a few names. It's not a, really a new concept. It's really blown up this year talking about it, but it's not anything new. You might have heard it called disengaged at some point or phoning it in or coasting. And sometimes people equate quiet quitting to being burnt out. And I don't really agree with that. You might quiet quit while you're burnt out, but you're doing it at that point because you have no other choice. You are simply trying to manage your life. You're not throwing up a boundary and saying, I'm not doing more. You're just literally trying to get through your day and quiet quitting is the best you can do. When you are burnt out and you find yourself in a situation similar to quiet quitting, I want you to understand that that's likely a coping mechanism and not necessarily part of an actual decision that you're making. And if it is part of a decision that you're making, then that's something that I believe that right now is an okay time to talk to your managers slash HR professional slash colleagues about saying, hey, I find myself pulling away. I'm really having trouble getting things done and seeing what kind of accommodations can be made before you end up really, really resentful. There is a ton of clap back on quiet quitting, saying things like, Quiet quitting is just me doing the actual job I was hired to do based on my job description, usually with some sort of attitude inserted. I tried to do that for you, but, you know, I'm not an actress. But we all know that there's no such thing as a complete job description in a world that is changing every single day. There's this kind of idea that you should be able to get very strict rules and then only follow those and never do anything above and beyond that. I am not encouraging you to go above and beyond in all things all the time. That's overachieving and perfectionism, and we don't need any of that. However, we cannot really expect to only do the very words that are written in a job description. Job descriptions change All the time. They shift. They're not always updated on paper. So, if your job description has shifted drastically and it hasn't been updated on paper and the number of responsibilities has gotten too wide, it's your job to speak up because not everybody's going to notice. It's your job to speak up and say, hey, My job description, the things that I'm doing on a day-to-day are really much wider than what's written here, and I'd like to really be able to focus and prioritize. So can we clarify what is mine and what isn't? And if you find that somebody's asking you to work three jobs and they don't want to pay you for three jobs, then again, we might be looking at a loud quitting situation. You might need to get out. I don't know how many times I've heard the story. I left and they had to hire three people to replace me. I hear this all the time. And this is a big thing that happened during and and just after the pandemic. During the pandemic, there was a lot of job movement. People were moving jobs. People were leaving for remote work opportunities. People were moving because they finally had an opportunity to get out of the state that they felt that they were stuck in for a long time. So there was a lot happening and a lot of people ended up with multiple jobs to do and not multiple energies or personalities to do it with. So, if you find yourself in that situation, it's okay to ask to clarify your job description. It's okay to figure out what it is you need to do. But saying, sitting down and saying, well, I'm not going to do that because it's not on my job description is not an example of a good boundary. And being disengaged from your work and from your coworkers and from your environment. We all know from a company's perspective that that's not great. They need you to be engaged. But what I want you to understand is on a neuroscience level, it's not healthy for you to be disengaged either. So quiet quitting as a short-term coping mechanism, acceptable. Quiet quitting as a long-term plan for life will destroy your mental health. It's just a bad idea. I, I just want you to... Understand that if a situation isn't working for you, it's okay to look for another job, to create an exit strategy, to leave with grace and gratitude, and move on because it's not the right fit. And it's okay to have conversations around overworking and needing adjustments because you took on Susan and Jack's and Joe's jobs when they left to move to Florida. It's okay to have these conversations and the company might not bring it up, not necessarily because they're trying to take advantage of you, but because they simply forgot, because there's a lot of things going on. You have to say it. There was a post recently about how not enough people were helping mothers in the airport and the mother in question hadn't actually asked anyone for help. And there was a lot of things saying, well, people are just jerks. Nobody wants to help but the mother hadn't asked for any help. Should she have to? I don't really know. Maybe in an idealistic world, we would all pay attention to each other all the time and nothing bad would ever happen to anyone. But that's just not reality. And I think that we would find that if we start building enough courage to speak up about our needs, we will find quite often that people are willing to meet them. And if you find that people are never willing to meet them, then there's something else going on. We might need some therapy. Maybe you're not being as clear as you need to be. Maybe you're just surrounded by assholes. And if that's the case, again, we're back to a loud quitting scenario. Right? <laughs> Sometimes people are just not listening to you and don't want to deal with you. And it's time to get Out, So if a company doesn't have really great psychological safety or you don't have enough, a high enough emotional intelligence, the conversation that you need to have about cutting back, shifting job responsibility, shifting roles, etc. is impossible to have. When you get feel stuck in that situation, that's when quiet quitting starts right? Because the company doesn't feel safe enough or don't have the courage to say the thing that you need to say. So the conversation doesn't happen. You pull back and start to retreat. You disengage. You start quiet quitting. And what happens? You start getting resentful. The emotion that sits behind quiet quitting is resentment. I told you this right from the get-go today. Resentment over taking on more work than other people. Resentment about requests being ignored. Resentment over being forced into the office when all the meetings are on Zoom anyway. Resentment about being given an entire other person's workload with no promotion and no raise and there being no motion happening to hire support. Resentment about being placated again and being forced to sit through programming that tells you to bring joy and resilience to work. The emotion that sits behind quiet quitting is resentment. And the answer to that is creating space for and transforming that resentment. This is something that you can do on your own. You can go to the Resentment Journal. It's at katedunnevincom slash resentment journal. It might be resentment journal. I don't even know. I'll put it in the show notes for you. When you take the time to really look at your resentment and go through a very clear step by step process with a decision tree and everything that I made for you, it will allow you to Create better boundaries, to clear up communication, to clear up expectations, and either give you the data that you can stay where you are because you've decided to create a scenario that works for you and you have enough autonomy and a responsible and receptive enough employer to work with you on it, or you get data back that they are not going to listen to you, they are not paying attention to you, they do not care and it is time for you to loud quit the resentment journal is a little bit magic and a little bit of mm, uncommon counterintuitive sense it might happen at the end that you realize that you need to get out of some situations that's okay but it also might happen that you realize just how to shift in this situation and in situations in the future so that you avoid getting into this feeling that you're having right now. All right? So I am not here to talk to you about creating more resilience in the workplace. I'm here to tell you that if you are sitting on a pile of leftover composting emotions that have been building up over the pandemic, grab the resentment journal so we can all finally work together to move on from this mess. Whatever that means for you. People who quiet quit are resentful. Resentment in your body and in your office space is toxic for you and for everybody else. And you know what? It's time for a change. All right, fried fam. Be gentle with yourselves, please. Until next time. Ain't going to burn ourselves out no more. Ain't going to burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side. Plus all the folks at fried the burnout podcast with Kate Donovan.